The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Welcome to Media Lure Sandwich. Today, well, I got... Who are you guys? I, I, I see, I, I've seen your pictures in newspapers and hearing something about uh, a YouTube page that used to have Neon Cat or something like that. Who are you guys? Well, my name is Naomi Burton. This is Nick Hayes, and we're creators of Means Media. So we're an anti-capitalist, worker-owned production company, and we are right now focused on a project called Means TV, and it's a streaming service. So like a Netflix, a Hulu, um, but it's worker-owned and it's anti-capitalist. So that's what we're focused on right now, and probably... The reason you've heard of Neon Cat is because all of our videos right now, all the free ones, are on the same YouTube channel as Neon Cat. Wow, I'm trying to figure how that all works. Um, <laughs> for anyone that's new to this, I am Toden. You can find me at Toden.com. And of course, this is Media Layer Sandwich at MediaLayerSandwich.com, on many podcast apps, and on DV Radio. So if you could always interact with me in the chat room on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be in the chat room um, as it streams uh, previous episodes. And... Uh, so I actually, so since I am familiar with it, because I've seen on newspapers and things, I've noticed that sometimes it says anti-capitalist, sometimes it uh, shows post-capitalist. I don't know, what what's the difference? I don't even know what post-capitalism is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the big thing is like, currently in America, we have an economic system of capitalism. Like, think which, like whatever your opinion is, like that we currently have capitalism. Mm-hmm. So the idea with Means TV is instead of having like shareholders and CEOs run the company, the people who actually make the entertainment run the company and make all the decisions. And that's a business model that exists outside of the sort of economy we have now, right? And it's a it's a post-capitalist vision for like the way a company could be run. So we use post-capitalist as like a sort of positive like um kind of hopeful way of talking about like what the world can be like once we move away from capitalism. Um, and then, you know, anti-capitalism sometimes I think gets used interchangeably with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't, you know, we don't, we try not to be like anti stuff. Like we're for things, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So. And, uh, um, I, I assume that includes for making money as well. Well, you got to make money to, uh, to be pay able your to yeah, pay your workers and mm-hmm. to be able to make a thing for people to see. And uh, how are you? Now, you already have employees. Uh, how's that pay work since we are talking about a socialist? Now, I, I'm sure it's different than what we would normally look at. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right now it's just me and Naomi as f- we're the only full time people working on it. We work with a lot of like our friends and stuff on. Um, a contractor basis, basically. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the way the way a, a co-op works, right? I think you're kind of asking, like, what's the socialist element of the business, right, or mm-hmm. whatever? The way a co-op works is basically, like, if you're a full-time employee, um, you know, we hire you, we provide you insurance, we pay you a salary for two years. 
eventually, after those two years, you gain the same voting rights as me or Naomi in the company. So it's, it's equal voting. So it's like, if we're going to decide, okay, you know, we want to raise wages, we all have to vote on that and you have equal say. And then in addition to that, you also get a percentage of the company's profit at the end of the, the year. And all the, the, what a cooperative business does is all of the money, all of the profit that isn't spent on just like making sure that business is viable, like paying off legal costs, paying for rent, like all these different costs, whatever's left as profit is distributed to all the workers. So instead of it just going to one person or going out to shareholders, shareholders or, yeah. you know, sitting and just becoming bigger and bigger, the, the people who work at the company actually see the profit at the end of the day. Okay. And, and I'm, um, and right now you say you do have part-time. Um, we work with people. So in the, in film production, a lot of labor is done on a contractor basis, like a W-9 basis. So, you know, people who provide like highly specified technical skills generally work freelance as contractors. So that's why most of our work is through them. And also because we don't have the ability to bring on anybody full time and pay them for that. So how are you financing this now? So in 2018, so before Means TV kind of like came to the public, uh, we started Means of Production, which is kind of another arm of Means Media. And it's where we do all, a, a lot of electoral work. So the first video that we did through Means of Production was the campaign video for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And that's what kind of launched her into... Um, the national spotlight. So, mm -hmm. so that started in 2018. And throughout the midterm cycle, we did a few other videos for leftist candidates across the U.S. Um, and so we took all the money that we made from that and put it into this 10-week campaign, um, creating small videos, creating kind of like a, a proof of concept for people to understand what does anti-capitalist, post-capitalist content even look like. Yeah. And now we've asked what some of those other candidates are. Yeah, so we worked with Kaniella Ng, who ran for Congress in Hawaii. We ran for Julia Salazar, who ran for State Senate in New York. We worked for Matt Brown, who ran for governor in Rhode Island. Yeah, but I mean, the in, in so yeah, we basically, I mean, this all came out of just like me and Naomi working together, and we were like, we want to do some different things, and so mm -hmm. we financed all of the videos that are coming out right now, and through those videos, through this fundraiser, we've raised over $85,000 from over 2,000 individuals. Um, so to us, it's been, you know, successful. We've like, we have now kind of some budget to, to play with and to do some different content with. We don't have a huge budget, like, cause right. content's very expensive, but we have the ability now to, you know, do some more things. So that's cool. And, and plus you're jack of all trades when it comes to, to video. And, uh, yeah, um, I, I did read some of your bio and you're just telling me how you're editing up all night. Um, nowadays you have to be able to shoot and edit and produce and make all those phone calls and figure yeah. out how am I going to, you know, what am I doing here? How am I going to get to Hawaii? How am I going to get my production gear there and undamaged? and yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> How am I going to convince a production insurance company to insure my crazy productions? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and we always we always laugh about it. It's just like, yeah, we're, I mean, I'm a millennial, he's Gen Z, and it's like, yeah. None oh, that we have, matters anyway. But it's like we're Swiss army knives, you know? All yeah. of us have 35 skills. 
I, I just thought that was interesting. They just said millennial and Gen Z when those are marketing terms founded by. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I think it's I think that they're more <laughs> and they actually changed those terms because they couldn't sell other ones. There's actually yeah. between Gen yeah, Z yeah, and sure. millennial, there's two more generations that they wrote out of the book. Yeah, because they couldn't sell those terms. Right. Yeah, and it's more about just like people around our age are just in like these precarious positions where we're right. just like, right. oh, we have to have six different sides hustles to like make enough money for rent. I actually have a, a Google Chrome plugin that replaces the word millennial with snake people. <laughs> and if I could find one that would replace, you know, millennial, Gen Z, you know, baby boomer, all that with <laughs> snake people, I think I'd be a much happier person. That's your new side hustle. You got to well, come up with that app. Are you working with partners? Um, we, I mean, partners, how so? Okay, so I was looking at your uh, YouTube channel, um, and I saw like a, uh, I want to say Monkey Wrench mm -hmm. presents. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's the name of a series or if that's a partner. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's um. So basically, like a year ago, I was just filming with Naomi, like on different projects. Mm -hmm. I was filming like random comedy, like lefty comedy shows in Chicago, like Monkey Wrench or okay. podcast live shows. So. We were going around the country and like meeting all these different kinds of shows, and now we're kind of centralizing them. So Monkey Wrench is a comedy show that happens in Chicago. They bring on all these different comedians who kind of talk about stuff within this kind of like pro worker context. Um, so you know that's that show, and then we also you know work with Street Fight Radio. That's a podcast based out of Ohio um, that are like two anarchist dad comedians. You know what I mean? So it's like there's all sorts of different kind of folks we work with, um, and that's kind of what's special about Means TV is that it's like all these people coming together, um, you know, putting putting their skills and resources on a single platform. So is the streaming site is that up and running now, or is that still being worked on? It's still being worked on, so that's what we're doing a lot of the fundraising for, is to be able to build a platform. Uh, our goal is January 2020. It'll be live, and people will be able to subscribe. Um, but yeah, that's what we're working on right now after this fundraiser wraps. Okay, because you mentioned uh, the YouTube is the free video, so I was wondering if the paid videos are uh, available anywhere. They are right now. I mean, so basically, we're going to be putting out, we're putting out free videos now, just mm -hmm. to sort of show people, like, this is what means TV could be. Um, and then we're going if to you enjoy this content. Exactly. Go ahead and keep looking in the right. future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we're, we're doing that now. And then uh, we're fundraising to do some of these like higher production value, like TV shows, animated shows. So a lot of this money that we've raised will go towards some of those first shows that'll be on the platform, as well as the actual platform building itself. Um, and then we'll be putting out like fun free videos all of the summer and stuff like that. And, and even when the platform's out, we'll be putting up free videos because um, we want to reach new people and stuff. So is uh, um, so how are you how are you reaching out to people now? Um, I mean, we're we're trying to use social media in a smart way, um, and we're trying to you know a lot of the content we do. Uh, is political, but we try to make it approachable also. Um, and we try to make it pretty like entry level. So it's like, if you don't know what capitalism is, it's like, we, we have a video, what is capitalism? You know what I mean? And it's a, it's kind of a jokey, fun, light video, but it's also gives you some insight into like the sort of exploitative nature of capitalism or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's uh, the goal is that we're, creating very fun, entertaining stuff that nobody else will do because like SNL is like kind of boring because they can't really like 
say much, you know what I mean? So like we can be yeah. way funnier and like do some of those things and provide value there. And then also, you know, um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's kind of what we're trying to do. Yeah. How do you, so once the streaming site comes out, I know you guys wrote down like, Hey, we're going to have movies. We're going to have this. We're going to that. How are you going to choose that content? Is it going to be like a uh, Netflix where freelancers can apply to be on there and then, and then get some sort of, uh, uh um, compensation, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it'll be. I mean, so in the early stages, especially, it'll be a pretty traditional studio format thing where we kind of do like Naomi and I and some other people we work with have a sense of like some different shows that we think should be produced that would be <coughs> interesting to people, you know, stuff like that. So we're going to be pretty focused in what we produce in this first phase. We are, we have had some people approach us with like really interesting documentary projects or feature film projects. And we're working with them to like, you know, figure out distribution for that. Um, but a lot of this first stuff, it's like, you know how like Netflix has movies and shows that aren't Netflix originals. Right. So it's like a lot of the first stuff we're going to have will be like Netflix originals where it's like, we're producing it and distributing it in-house that's interesting because it's usually vice versa where you could get some some cheaper things first like even amazon uh did the same thing where there where it was almost like a youtube in the beginning and then as income came in then they're able to produce their own things and it's because they have the they kind of have the luxury of being able to truly be like an a, a, a mass media aggregator where they're like, they can buy like a million dollar media property and be like, we have this movie for a year where we don't, we ha we're working with much smaller budgets. So it's like, mm -hmm. um, we have to kind of show people what the style is of this streaming platform. Like what's the perspective that's being offered? Right. You know what I mean? First, and then we can kind of start really aggregating and bringing in sort of uh, you know, any type of project that aligns. But yeah, that's really interesting how you build it from the ground up. I feel like that's like really the bulk of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's super ground up. It's like, it's a, it's, it's literally like a year and a half ago. Naomi and I were just sitting in my apartment. Like we should make like a Netflix, but like with like better stuff on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and after you called them crazy. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, we were both called crazy. Like we, you know, so after we did the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez video, which is crazy, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, allowed us to kind of like have connections with people in Hollywood and, and like all of a sudden kind of be talking with these people who otherwise we'd never talked with. And they all laughed at us. Um, and, you know, kind of said like, we already have Netflix, you know, that's liberal. That's, you know, it, there was no understanding of what we were talking about. I mean, it could be about. harder. You could be trying to do something for the right side because Hollywood is way more liberal than yeah, anything else. And the thing is we don't identify as liberal. So right. like we find that stuff just as annoying, I think, mm -hmm. as, as the right wing. So, you know, it, but yeah, we were laughed at for a year, basically until we came out with this campaign to show we actually had something. And we feel, you know, it's been really great to see people respond so positively because everyone thought we were crazy. Um, but we're not. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> glad seeing, uh, um, you know, hearing how you guys are talking about doing something other than another Patreon. Because mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm hearing more stories about how Patreon might start looking at people's political views and things like that. That's why you have more 
political sided streaming sites and 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 pay for them because they have to go behind a paywall at least for something you know right right totally it's, it, that's not a political affiliation that's everyone with an opinion almost right if it doesn't match up with you know certain things yeah we definitely you know, at think- least you're straightforward a lot of these things you have to be straightforward or right. else you could fall underneath the same trap that everyone's complaining about Facebook and YouTube and yeah totally yeah we want to be transparent and it's also yeah we find it very important to have our own platform because it's like at any point you can get thrown off any of one of these platforms for an arbitrary reason and you know they own all of your I mean, audience. Not always for an arbitrary reason, but you know, right. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, you yeah. could. I mean, but you can never interact with them. You know. Yeah, yeah. As the left, there's a real threat of being kicked off platform, especially as like we begin to challenge power, and then yeah, there, I think there's a big threat of that. Uh, speaking of always being uh, a threat to be kicked off platforms, uh, once again, I uh, plug DV Radio. Uh, go ahead and check out their schedule. And uh, they are associated with Dysfunctional Veterans Facebook page, which is always being struck down by <laughs> by memes and uh, uh, things that anyone else can get away with there because uh, – not only are they a comedy page, but because they're veteran based, all of a sudden people have to think political on them. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's a it's a comedy page that that uh, uh, helps fund actual um, help for veterans, including the DV Farm, uh, which I if you've never heard of Smile.Amazon, um, I encourage people to use Smile.Amazon where you can choose a charity of your choice. Uh, it's kind of like when you use a creator's like little, a link where like, oh yeah, I'll, it won't charge you anything more. I just get a portion. It's the same thing, except for it goes to charity. And you could pick your charity of choice. Uh, and our charity of choice, at least my charity of choice, is DV Farm. Uh, go ahead and check out DV Farm. Uh, they do some really great work. So you're doing most of the content yourself. How many videos are you guys doing, let's say a week, two weeks, three weeks? Um, it's hard to say like per week. I mean, I think we'll probably have four to six shows when we launch. That'll have be like four to eight episode seasons. Mm-hmm. So that's launch content. And then over the course of the summer, I think we'll probably be putting up four to six videos a month. Maybe more. We, we're gonna have like gaming content, and that'll be like more regular. And so we're we're kind of working on developing gaming some, content. What do you mean? Like video gaming content. Okay. So this will be on our YouTube. Yeah. Um. So we basically, you know, have people play video games and they comment alongside, and it's something yeah, that yeah, like let's play videos and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um. And who are those aimed towards? Gamers, baby. Yeah, and like Gamers. the younger YouTube audience. You know, it's like we want to have like you know leftist women. Like, you know, playing video games and talking about how much their bosses suck and all that kind of stuff. Some showing some solidarity on YouTube. Okay, I, I'm just I I'm in hearing a lot of critique about political bloggers doing let's plays and they're doing games like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And games aimed at younger audiences, mm-hmm. and you know, and then the, the, all the prop, you know, they're like, oh, they're indoctrinating the youth. They're 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 exposing them to whatever. Mm-hmm. Kid, you're. I don't think people really figure out their political view until after college or after they start working a job and owning their own house and participating owning their in own house I'll never have politics then <laughs> well, I'll never have a political rent, participating yeah, yeah. In, I mean, I you know, in the economic system to yes. a point where you have yeah, to yeah. be responsible uh-huh. yeah. um, 
that then you start whatever, however you may do that. That's when your opinion really starts to form. In in, in, in my opinion, yeah. I'll just say opinion three more times to make sure everyone gets that. Um, yeah, we're definitely interested. I mean, we, we uh, yeah, we want to. We're interested in in talking to the audience that's already on YouTube that's already consuming tons of videos to act like mm -hmm. you know this younger audience is going to be corrupted by people it's like they're already on YouTube they're already on all these platforms by the time they're 11 so mm -hmm. we might as well put out you know content that's pro worker and um and stuff like that that's that's fun and entertaining right so what do you mean by pro worker I, I've read that a lot as well so the whole idea of like uh like, you know, trying to keep it kind of not super political. But the whole idea of the, the project, of our political project and of Means TV, is to make working class people, which are people who don't own the means of production, don't own, like, a factory, people who are, like, work, they literally work for their living, right? They, like, work for somebody else to make their money. We want those people to feel much more empowered socially and economically and culturally in what they provide. So like we tell workers, like if you're making $15 an hour, that means that you're probably bringing in about $40 an hour to the company. You know what I mean? And like, there's some, there's some realities like this that we just want workers to be aware of so that they know how much value they truly provide. And that the most valuable thing in our whole society is working people and the, the ability to, to, you know, to perform labor. Right. Mm -hmm. You just described everybody I know. <laughs> the only person you didn't describe is the person that owns uh, uh, the company I work for, and he works insanely amount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a, as, a, as a business owner now, I understand small business owners being like, well, nobody, you know, I'm where I am because I worked really hard and because I got, and it's like, the reality though is that a lot, most people are like capable of starting their own businesses, but they don't have the capital, like the money to start it. They don't have the access to small business loans. And, 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 and it's getting harder and harder to, it's to so do so. It's so hard to smart. So it's like, mm -hmm. I think it, what we're told as working people in this country is that our failures, our, our inability to maybe pay our bills, mm -hmm. to provide for our family is our own fault. And it's, it says something about our personal character that right. I, I don't work hard enough in order. And that's why I'm failing or whatever. And what I'm, what we're trying to say to people is that the reason why this is so hard, it's so hard to succeed and so hard to provide for your family is because it's set up that way. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's much less, it's because you are working hard, like you're doing everything right, but still you get hit with a healthcare bill for $800 yeah. and then you're right back on your ass. So what we're trying to say is like, stop blaming yourself. Stop thinking it's like, I have to pull myself up. You know, it's, it's much more. The reality is we right. need to start thinking collectively and start changing the sort of deal we're getting. You know what I mean? Cause we're getting a bad deal as working people right now. And I think like what we really found was that there there's a void in content in pointing to like who is taking all the money because it's like yeah we create cars that are worth 60 a hundred thousand dollars but we're all uh, they're making 25 000. <laughs> right but well. our but our wages certainly don't and so it's yeah. like but it, you never see on Netflix you never see anybody talking no, talking badly about bosses. You never see people talking badly until kind of recently in the political realm about like shareholders taking all the profit that you deserve. What's something that you wish, you guys been in a lot of interviews recently. What's something you wish someone would ask you? I mean, people never really ask why we think it's needed. And the yeah, reason totally. we think it's needed is just because 
there's literally no actually independent entertainment and media outlets in the U.S. that are worker-owned. Like, even we've been interviewed by, like, Japanese reporters Mm -hmm. who are coming from a worker-owned newspaper in Japan. And it's like, as Americans, we don't appreciate how much of our economy is just owned by, like, one or two people and how even in other developed countries, like, Mm -hmm. much more of the media sector and even the manufacturing sector is, like, cooperatively owned, cooperatively run. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we think it's important to like create media that feels cooperative and that like talks about what we have in common as opposed to what we have, um, you know, separating us and things like that. So, um, I would say that's a question that, you know, do you have anything, Naomi? I think that I was going to say the same thing. People don't ask us why we think it's important. We're not out here to, you know, make a bunch of money. We're out here to make a long standing, sustainable infrastructure that, um, you know, media infrastructure that supports people instead of like five rich guys. And uh, we think it's really necessary and we think we can do it. So uh, so go ahead and promote yourselves again before we go into Toad and Reads. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and look up uh, an article by uh, Yahoo that did about you guys. Cool. And uh, we'll go ahead and start reading uh, some of those comments. But please go ahead and promote, you know, whatever you guys want to <laughs> yeah. promote. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, please uh, check us out on Twitter at means underscore TV. Um, you can look us up on our website, means.media, uh, youtube.com slash means TV. We have all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, we're just trying to be funny. So come check us out. Yep. Worker-owned. Yep. Funny Donate stuff. Donate if you can. That would roll. We're trying yep. to raise money. You know, we always appreciate that. Yeah, we have a fundraiser going until the end of May. And then after that, we'll take a little hiatus for a week or two. And we'll be back throughout the summer with some different kind of pieces of content and some other things. So, yeah, please check out our social media and our website, means.media. Okay, so I'm on uh, Yahoo's Facebook page, which they did an article on you. I'm not going to read it because that's not what the section is about. It's all about reading the comments. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Very excited. We haven't looked at these comments yet. <laughs> and I know you have it up on your phone, and you have the comments from the actual article on Yahoo.com. Yeah, I can find um, some. The first one that I'm going to read, uh, I'm not going to say everyone's names, Uh but uh, so we have one from a Jonathan, and he says, and this is all. Qu- I assume this is quoting the article. The goal is for this to function the way Fox News and conservative talk radio do on the right, as coordinating, as coordinating hub for political messaging. Doesn't Yahoo already do this for liberals? I mean, the thing. So Yahoo doesn't. Yahoo already do this for liberals. So the thing about. The political spectrum, it's like the left is not aligned necessarily with liberals because the like liberals are more aligned with the it's like with Republicans. Yeah, and not everyone addresses. I mean, that's the answer. Not everyone addresses liberals. That's why people say left instead of liberal. Some people say, you know, well, I'm left, or I'm a radical left, or I'm this, or I'm that, or I'm an anarchist. Wait, I thought anarchists are uh, sort of on the right side as government stay out of my business. Huh. But, you know, <laughs> you know, you see stuff like that all the time. Pe- you know, people like to define themselves as independent thinkers and which they should because we are independent thinkers. So, I mean, and plus, yeah, who it, they, they're not a streaming site with movies and all the other stuff. Well, and Neither also, is a bunch of these <laughs> other things. It's not a new site. 
Yeah, well, and it's like, you know, our Yahoo, I, I don't know exactly who they're owned by, but I imagine it's just one rich guy or two rich guys and a bunch of shareholders who are shady. And it's like, that's, yeah, that's the whole thing that we think is, is wrong and bad about a lot of these media and entertainment companies is that they're owned by a rich guy or two and we're going to be owned by our workers. Yeah. And I think what the biggest uh, um, joke about that comment is he's, he's cross-fresting with a quote-unquote news site. Yeah. It's not a news site. Mm-hmm. Not all. It does. Eh. Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to find one here? I I got one I want to say real quick. It, it's it's a meme. It says, "Look at all these filthy socialists and it shows a firefighter, police, EMS, and the military." I I, I do find that funny because it is. It's not social. Uh, I don't know. An economist can can explain that to me. But we do see little parts of socialism in our, the way pub, things are publicly funded, at least to somewhat of a degree. An economist can argue with me, <laughs> okay. but someone else, yeah, is like, looks like competition is coming for Yahoo. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, it's just like. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's like we are coming out of a critique of liberal media, right, like yeah. largely. I mean, it's like the right wing is very well funded. They have all these insane media operations. Like the left has nothing because we just have liberal corporate media. Uh, yeah, and why does it got to be? Why does anything have to be a competition? That's that's something that I, I never understood. Even you know. And I mean, it's just like, yeah, people are understandably annoyed and frustrated with the news and with the media. It's like, yeah, so are we. Again, that's why we are doing something that's outside of this realm. Um, but I think it's really hard because we're, things are kind of painted in black and white, like that all the media is liberal and that, you know, and it's like, I mean, like, they kind of are. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's like you're either liberal or conservative under current, the current situation. Okay. And if you're a libertarian, everyone hates um, you. So, okay, so it's this, all good. This person <laughs> says anti-capitalist entertainment until they start selling ads. So we won't have any ads on the platform if anybody's concerned about ads. No, because they're paying for the platform. Well, people are subscribers. It's not Hulu. We're subscriber funded. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Hulu. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> let us use capitalism to promote socialism. That's exactly what we're doing. Not that's correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of these are just that. <laughs> But uh oh here here's here's my uh here's a snake people um comment. Anyone supporting anything AOC is pushing is totally misinformed and being led to their fall, easily manipulated. Uh millennial. Well, you're using the term millennial like you know what that means. It's just a marketing term. I mean and and as far as marketing concerns, that just means they're underneath um thirty-eight now. They, they turn the age to, where if you're under the age of 36 or 38, you're considered a millennial. So go ahead and think about that. If you don't think it makes any sense, then I agree with you. <laughs> See if there's any good replies. There are not just a bunch of, um, just a bunch of bad memes. Okay, <laughs> good replies to that one. Yeah, they're, 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 whenever you're reading anything political, everyone wants to, to bring other topics into it and argue which just doesn't help the conversation mm -hmm. unless you're really just there to troll which hey i'll, I'll grab me a bag of popcorn <laughs> have you heard of libertarian socialism before um yes and i had a good laugh about that because those are two very contradictory terms someone said we don't need another fox news so people are just uh people are confused all over the place you know so so tell me again, is this a news site? 
I mean, we'll probably cover some current events, but I don't think we're going to be billing ourselves as like any sort of news provider. Yeah, it's an entertainment site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But sometimes we'll have like political documentaries and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's like it's entertainment that is, you know, pro-worker. And right now right. we don't really have that. We're not billing it as a news site. So mm-hmm. it's not a news no, site. No, it is not a news it's site. It's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know... It, not all talk shows are news. If anyone said Seth um, Myers does news on a show, then no, it's a it's it's an <laughs> no. The Late Show is not a news show. It's a talk show. Right. Don't bill it as a news show. If you get your, if you're getting your news from from a uh, from a, a talk show, if you're getting your news from this from this podcast, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's funny. Why not do it on planet Pluto? You have fans up there. I just think it's funny. What does that, that mean? We have fans I'm trying there. to figure out if it's I'm gone. A, if it's a critique on um, people still think Pluto is considered a planet, or because it's no longer considered a planet, they're saying it doesn't exist at all. Right. I think it's that it's or, the furthest planet, <laughs> so it's like you're it's like way out there. Or you it's know? not a planet anymore, though. So yeah. I think that they're celestial doing celestial body. A, yeah, a very whatever. deep joke. I, I think they're they're making the mistake that like uh, uh, I'll spend a three dollar bill on this because it's no longer considered a planet, but there is still a planet toy called Pluto, so that joke really falls short. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Edna. I, I thought that was really funny. All right. I want to thank you guys very much for coming out on the show. Uh, please go ahead and promote yourselves one more time. Totally. I'll plug it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks so much for having us. Um, our Twitter is means underscore TV. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash means TV. And you can find our website where you can also donate if you want to at means.media. And we really appreciate all your support. And, of course, you can find me at toadin.com, medialersandwich.com. You could talk to me on the Facebook group. There's, of course, pages for both Toadin and Media Lair Sandwich, but there's also a group page for Media Lair Sandwich. And, of course, there's also YouTube, youtube.com slash K. I read all the comments on there. If you comment on some of the pod app, you know, some of the podcast apps that I don't didn't even know I'm on. I might not be able to get back to you, but if you, you know, go to like Podbean or Stitcher or even iTunes, I'll definitely see it. So please leave a review, share it if you think anyone would uh would appreciate this, or troll people with this. I don't really care if, if, if someone gets giggles. I'm happy. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our discussion, and may the algorithms be in your favor. <laughs>